for listening. If you like what you're hearing, please like, share, and subscribe. Now to the show. Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Balance and Sanity. Uh, it's me, Monica. Hi. Uh, it's been a while since we spoke. I've uh, been away on vacation. Things has happened. Um, but I wanted to introduce you to one of my homegirls. Um, she will be joining the conversation for today. And we have some really, 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 really awesome topics. So this would be coming from the point of view of women uh, for today's episode. And her name is Iquan. Yay! Yay! Hello, everybody. My name is Iquan. How's everybody doing? Um, just to give you a little background about me. I met Monica over three years ago through a mutual friend. And since um we've met, we've just connected on a whole nother level. And um we just basically have a lot of things in common. We disagree on certain things, but anytime I need advice on just uh different different things happening in life, I go to her. She's always gave me great advice whether I whether I agree or disagree, but at the end of the day, she's a wonderful person and we just connected on on just an amazing level. So I'm so glad to be on the show. Thanks for having me. You're so welcome. You're about to make me cry. Get a little teary. Don't cry. Don't cry. I feel so special. I feel so special. <laughs> Um, well, thank you for being able to join us tonight, um, or well, me tonight. Um, so as you know, cause you do listen to the podcast customary to just give us a overview of the week and what's been happening with you. Um, and you can go as personal as you want to, or you can just keep it as flaky as you want to <laughs> either way. It's okay. up to you. Um, as you know that I typically get like a little bit personal, um, so I'll go first, just so you can start thinking about what okay. you want to share. Um, so last week I was away at Carnival, as you saw from like my IG and different things. I was like living up life, um, having fun in the sun, ended up coming back a shade darker. Um, that sun in Antigua, though, oh let me tell God. you, <laughs> I've been to Antigua several times, but this year... The sun was so hot that every time it came out, I was like, where's the shade? I need to be in the shade. And my friend's like, oh, we jamming over here in the sun. I was like, yeah, do that. I'm going to jam over here in the shade by myself, two-stepping. Like, I was not moving a lot because I didn't want to get dehydrated. That sun was, like, hella, hella, hella hot. Um, Outside of that, I got to see my aunt, my uncle, um... My dad, me and my dad were like going back and forth on like teasing with each other because he was, he kept telling me like, you're not really Antiguan. And then my mom was like, yeah, you, you're like, you are more West Indian than people that are actually raised in Antigua. And I was just like, well, you know what I do what I can do. Like I have to rep my, rep my island all day, Ed day. Um, did that, uh, came back, went to the doctor today. It was Okay. Um, the results, still waiting to hear back the lab. I'm maybe ending up changing medication because my body is now rejecting my medication. And so it's like poisoning me, if that makes sense. Not in the sense of like, oh my God, I'm going to die tomorrow. But in the sense that it's killing all the nutrients that I'm supposed to be retrieving from like food and just everyday life. And so it's killing all of that. So I'm no longer becoming healthy. Um, 
trying to think. Outside of that, I've been trying to also self-evaluate and just figure out, you know, in my life what I need to be on a balanced level of just a, oh, everything is like groovy, dude. Like, we're like totally, you know, like that hippie <laughs> yeah. feel of like, everything right. is just okay. Like, don't worry about it. Don't stress about life. And I may, I'm starting to realize like it may just be me having to travel every two months. Right. <laughs> oh. If I could travel every two months. <laughs> yeah. If I could travel every two months, like right. that's what I need. But the funds aren't, I shouldn't say that because they are there. I'm just being really cheap. So yeah. So that's been my week in a nutshell. Um, How about yours? How about, what do you, would you like to share about your week, your day, any major events, anything, okay. you know? Right. You know, anything. So um, this past weekend, one of my homeboys came to visit me. It was an interesting weekend. It went by super fast, but we got a chance to really catch up. And um, you might know this person, but um, we got a chance to catch up and have really good conversation. We wound up going to the shooting range, which is our thing. Um, so I got to really just shoot them up, just release some stress. I had a really rough um, couple of months with my grandmother passing and everything. So it just felt good to just mm-hmm. have somebody because um, just to give you a little quick background, but I am a Bronx native and I exactly L-L-L-B-O-B-O-B-O-B-O-B-O-B-O-B-O-B-O-B-O-B-O-B-O-B-O-B-O-B-O-B-O-B-O-B-O-B-O-B-O-B-O-B-O-B-O-B-O-B-
weekend when he came to visit but yes weekends always end up going yeah, it's like yeah. it's friday super wow, fast like Monday. i was picking him up from the bus stop and all of a sudden i'm taking him to the bus stop to go home and i'm like can you get a later bus and then after a while he says something that pissed me off and i was like yeah. all right we need to go hurry up come on let's go <laughs> hopefully during all of this we'll get to hear what that argument is but like i said you don't have to share it but I'm nosy, so whatever. Um, but You'll prayers up, God willing. You'll be going. Um, things You're will work a, out. I, I don't even yeah. know if you can use this phrase, hot girl summer. Like, I just learned about this whole hot girl summer. And I'm like, if you're nope. over 30, <laughs> could you, do you qualify to be a hot girl? Yo, no. <laughs> no. Cause hot girls will get you burnt. <laughs> like, no, <laughs> I'm not trying to be nobody. I'm not trying to be a hot girl. Like that happened in the twenties and your teens when you have when you have the time and you can afford to waste time and be a hot girl and do whatever you want. I'm in my thirties. I'm trying to get married and have like a boatload of kids and just right. like live a. It's gonna be hard. I'm not. It's not going to be. But I'm. I want to live that struggle life. I'd rather live that struggle life than live a hot girl struggle life. <laughs> exactly. What is like, I mean, a hot girl summer, is this just like you just living your best summer life? Or is it like, I don't know. I'm now just learning what the whole hot girl summer hashtag thing is because I had no clue. I think so for me, every time I hear it, I just go back to the phrase of all that thought when, you know, cuffing season, I think it's the season right before cuffing season. So like everybody's single and ready to mingle. And then once winter hit, it's like up cuffing season. I think it's like one of those things. So like you're free to do whatever to whomever during the summer. Right. And be out here just, you know, because dressing as um with the the least amount of clothes as possible because it's summer and it so it gives you like this freedom to do things that you wouldn't do necessarily in the winter spring or fall right yeah so i'm i'm guessing this is that's just a, a, a under 30s term or hashtag cuz i've seen people well over 30 hashtagging hot girl summer and 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 using it so i was just like confused i'm like um is that a thing like if you were 30 i think it's about where you are in your life <laughs> right in my 30s i'm like i'm not a hot girl but i know there's like People out there in their forties talking about yeah, hot girl summer, and I'm just like, whoa, boo, whoa, yeah. Some my thing hasn't been coming up in my hashtag, so I'm a okay. I think it's also about who you follow, and I've realized that because there's a lot of times that people come up to me and say, "Did you see this on Instagram?" Right. And I'm like, "No, that's nowhere on my feed." And then five weeks later, it might pop up like in a random promo. And I'm just like, oh, this is what they were talking about. And it's because the people I follow don't throw up any of that that stuff. So since you were talking about Hot Girl Summer, I wanted to bring up the topic of this particular thing that I've been struggled with. Or I've had a conversation with my friends because 
Hot Girl Summer leads to the way that the, the reason why we have so many single people out here right now and um, women are becoming more aggressive. I'm noticing that. And men are falling back like unbelievably. Yeah. Tremendously. To the point you second guess, am I even dealing with a man? Yo. And uh, it's funny when you say, when you even put it like that, because then you have to dig deep within your soul to figure out what is a man? Like, what does that even mean? Because if you out here being soft, right, that just might mean Mm -hmm. that you're a feminine man. And that's cool. You're just not the man for me. But I need you to own that and let me know from jump instead of having me waste my time. Right. Um, And so this little segment we're going to call Men Ain't Men No More. And... So there was a scenario, and I just want to get your opinion on it because I don't think I told you about it. I was talking to one of my homegirls about um, Curl Fest, and she was telling me how she didn't get to go this year, but I think it was last year she ended up going, and Curl Fest actually ended up changing the format. So before it used to be free, you've got a ticket, everybody can come. This year, apparently, they started making people having to pay. And when they made people start to pay, it was less men that showed up. And from what I gather, all the women were very appreciative of this because in the prior year, men were there pushing women out the way to take photos with like graphic designs or poster boards or to jump on a line to get products. And it's like, bro, this is not made for you. This is made for me. And you're pushing me out the way to take this picture. And so when my friend was there and this lady told her that, the lady turned to her and was like, yeah, girl, that's what's going down. Men ain't men no more. And I was just like, nah, bro, this can't be this can't be life for real. Have you experienced such a thing in your day to day interaction, especially now that you're in a whole nother state? Um, I have. And it's crazy you say that because I was actually watching They Ready. It's um, Tiffany Haddish. She has like a a series on. um Netflix mm-hmm. of like women com- uh, uh, comedians, but she kind of gives like a vast difference of, of comedians. So she has like a drag queen. She has um, a lesbian. I don't even know mm-hmm. if I'm politically correct by saying that, but right. I'm old school. So <laughs> right, girls right. lesbian and um, a Spanish per a Spanish woman, like just different women and then um one of the stand-up the actual the um lesbian she's actually part of the wayan she's one of the wayan's nieces or whatever and she mentioned like about fashion like how fashion has changed like she she's she's one of the i I guess um i don't even know what you call it ag or aggressive woman Mm -hmm. girl and when she goes shopping now she's like now i feel like i'm shopping for to dress like a female. Cause I go in the men's section and they have blouses and skinny jeans and like more fitted clothing, like for what? a female. She's just like, I can't even dress like a man no more. Cause the men's section has turned to now look like the women's section. And, and she's just like, I'm, I'm just so confused by it now. So it's like, yeah, now I'm noticing with fashion, like, I think it's kind of a little bit like too much, like, we're both dressed the same now before it was like, I don't know. I like a man that's yes. Well groomed and well dressed, right. but we both can't be wearing like extremely 
tight or oh. jeans. We both can't be walking around with floral blouses. Like it's just you certain like, things. Hey, let me feel, buy this shirt. <laughs> right. It's just like certain things. I just feel like now it's just like every anything goes. Like there's no yeah. no difference in 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 the fashion. Well, at least how it's been evolving over the past like couple years. Now yeah. it's just like. You see a man, like sometimes you got a second guess because if it's a man with some tight jeans on and they got a little booty back there, they could yeah. pass for a female from behind till they turn around and it's like, okay, that's a dude. Yo, you absolutely right. That's happened to me a couple of times where I've seen somebody and I'm just like, oh, there go that girl. Oh, whoa, that's a that's a guy. Right. Mm. Right. So I feel that you. part I feel like it's just it's just different for fashion with, with men. Like I'm, I grew up where men wore, you know, even if the whole baggy jean era is, is over with, but they always wore like, you know, bigger clothing. Like you always known to like, if you put on your boyfriend's jeans, you got boyfriend jeans. Like my, right. his jeans should not fit me extremely like tight and fitting. Yeah, like if yeah, I have yeah. on female jeans. So right. I'll have to say I, I, I experienced that so so have you also experienced the because even when we think about men right Mm -hmm. what what makes up a man like for for us women we want somebody that is a chaser that potentially can be aggressive to an extent because if you punch me in my eye we gonna fight right but if you see me in a cut and you like yo she look good you stare at me twice i'm glaring in your eyes and then you come to me we consider that to be a man um women necessarily some women necessarily don't like or wouldn't consider a man who waits for a woman to approach him um so like even when it comes to dating because that's what we talk a lot about here how do you see that translate whether it be in dating or even in your relationships do you feel like men are men still um no i actually think women now are kind of making it a little easier for men because now some women are becoming the alpha female where they're the aggressor and they kind of take the load off of, uh, you know, a man, like I've seen women who approach men. So, you know, a man doesn't really have to necessarily like, yo, I'm feeling this girl, you know, I really want to talk to her. She's cute. I'm feeling her vibe or whatever. Let me try to holler at her or find a way to kind of get her attention. Like now girls are like going after what they want. So, um, I think it's making it easier for men. So, Mm -hmm. um, I'm old school and I would keep throwing that out where I don't, I was always brought up not to chase a man. Like if a man wants you, then they will approach you or they will talk to you or, you know, they would, um, come to you. Like I was always just grew up not to chase men. Like, you know, if he likes you, he'll say something to you. You shouldn't have to chase them but the world that we live in now is like if I don't say something then I'm not going to get something because some men they just like they just they just fall back or they fell back and they allow the women but to you- to make the first move but okay so even in that scenario right isn't there still some kind of fault because then it becomes a situation where if he is waiting for you to approach him there's always going to be, even within a relationship, where you're going to end up t- being the person in charge, the one taking the lead, the one that's leading this relationship in any into a direction, and it's never going to be him. 
Right. Yeah, that's that's true too. But out of like all of the men that I've dealt with, um, mm-hmm. they have been the ones to approach me. And I don't know if it's because I've just have that moral instilled in me where I don't chase men at once. Once they've nice. we, you know, established some type of relationship or connection, then I kind of will okay, try to um be Move yeah, <laughs> I'll try to be like the aggressor, the one that wants to be in charge, the one the one that wants things to go my way. But right. other than that, like the first initial move is usually them. The guy. Yeah. Gotcha. I think one wow. time, matter of fact, one time I actually made the first move and it was like a dare because everyone knows that I won't say nothing. So it was like, oh Equana, I dare you to say something to do. Cause I was already feeling a dude. Like just off of like just the way he was like dressed and everything like that. And it was kind of like, you know, I mentioned, I was like, oh my God, you know, he's a handsome dude. And my friend's just like, oh, I dare you to say something to him. And I'm like, nah, yo, I ain't going to say nothing. So I wound up saying something. Well, actually I didn't say something. I had wrote something on a piece of paper and I gave it to him and then walked out. And then we kind of connected because then he wound up calling me like the following day. And then we talked, but it never went anywhere because we're in two different states. Aww. Yeah. It never went. We like talked. We had like that moment, like that butterfly moment. where We like just couldn't get enough for like a month. And then after that, it was like, you know, we just just stopped talking. Oh, those are the worst. Um Yeah. But I knew it wasn't going to go anywhere. It was just like something different for me. I'm like, I actually went out and put myself out there, which I don't do. And then it worked, but it was just temporarily. But I'm like, I won't do that again. Really? No, I won't put myself out there again. I mean, everybody's afraid of rejection, but I'm terrified of rejection. And especially if I feel like I'm connected or attracted to somebody and then I put myself out there and it turns out that's not the case then I'm like devastated or I feel like I gotta start all over again or so it's just like something with my ego I just don't like to put myself out there until I feel like I'm somewhat sure and Mm -hmm. then it's like okay it's cool okay I got you okay so I understand where you're coming from now that makes perfect sense and I can agree with that um I don't think I've ever, I've never approached somebody for myself, but I've done it for other people. So mm. I've definitely gone up to a dude and said, yo, my homegirl likes you. And then they hit me with the, but I'm feeling you. And I'm like, but that's cool. I'm not here for me. I'm here for my homegirl. <laughs> um, so I've definitely done that. I find that for me, in my comfortable wear, when I'm just mm-hmm. regular, you know, but if I'm not in that mood, no one looks at me. It's just like, oh my God, she's 12 years old. Well, you think nobody's looking. It could be the case where they're looking, they just afraid to approach you. Because uh, mm. I feel like if you if you approach men the way that you would want men to approach you, mm-hmm. it'd probably be the same balance. Really? Like They probably would really be feeling you. It's just, I don't know what dudes, they just don't be doing it. 
Cause dudes are whack. <laughs> I'm stop. I'm, not, I'm gonna stop saying that. <laughs> they don't. Like, they don't do it. But if I knew mm-hmm. back then what my what dating would be like for me now, like had I had known that dating would be this hard and I wouldn't have found somebody even remotely close to what he was giving me, I'd have tried to make that work even longer or worked harder right. at it and been less self- selfish. Not to say that we would have still been together 15 years later, but I would have did so much more to think less about self and to think more about us as a unit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I, so that's what I mean. I, I, I feel you on that. But um, in my case, I don't think I could. <laughs> like my ex, I, that was... The longest, well, ex-fiance was the longest that we've been together, like, right. 13 years. And that was my whole 20s. Um, Damn. And, like, if I, I don't know. It just wouldn't work. <laughs> after a I while, I, I, after a while, it's like you go through that whole, you go apart, and it's like you get a whole different um circle of friends and coworkers and it's just things that kind of just keep pulling you apart and right. for me it was just like nah uh even to it. this day it's like damn maybe I could have did this differently or he could have did that differently we could have did things differently and and hope you know hope that it will work yeah. but nah yeah, yeah I nah. get it <laughs> I forget it Nah, yeah, it was just um, like it was meant to 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 happen, right? Watch it, and sometimes it be's like that. Yeah, it's just like it is what it is. You live, you learn, you get loves, right? Um, at first you're upset because you're just like, oh my god, I feel like I wasted my whole life with this one person, and for me, it's like there's no like I have nothing to show for. Like I have no kid. I mean, we were engaged, but we never got married. Right. There's like no track record. Like it's just, you know, we left and it was no baggage, no nothing. It was just like, you went his way. I went my way. And then it's like, but, all right, well now I'm on the scene. Um, you know, I'm in, well, I'm approaching my thirties. Well, I was in my thirties when we broke up officially. Right. And it's like, okay, maybe it might get better. Cause it's like, you in your thirties, you probably have a whole new outlook on life. You you got everything that you ever wanted to do out out of your system in your twenties, and now you know right. what you want. And it's like, dude, it's not even like that. <laughs> it's but, totally not that. Like they're still say- living their best life, like if they're in their twenties. And I mean, it's nothing wrong with it, but at the same time, I'm like, you know, you. There's like nothing you want to accomplish in your thirties. Like you don't want to, you don't want to have a serious relationship. Well, most likely you probably have a kid, but you probably don't want to have any more kids anymore because you got baby mama drama, and you're like, oh, I don't want to deal with another baby mama. Like it's just, right. it's just so different. It's not what I expected. I thought it would be a little mm-hmm. easier, but unfortunately, it wasn't. <laughs> Um, mm-hmm. but just luckily now I met somebody that's like, we connect, it's been maybe over a year now. Um, I don't get caught up in titles, so I just leave it as boo or guy I'm seeing oh, until you better than me. I feel like I could say boyfriend in public. 
girl, you are better. Yeah, I don't get caught up in the me. whole title thing unless, you know, it's like a, a milestone, like we fiance or married. Right now, it's just like you get these names. You either get your first name, a, a nickname, a pet name. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm kind of like over the whole boyfriend and girlfriend title thing. And I don't know if it's because of my past. But I'm over it. It might be. But me, I need I need titles because I need to know mm-hmm. where the line in the sand is drawn. I need to know what the expectations are. Because if because even if when I think about it, right? I think when men say it to us as like, oh, we don't need titles, we know what it is, it's just a reasoning for them to do whatever they want. And when when we hold them accountable, it's like, but why can't you can't hold me accountable to st- that standard? I'm not on that level. We're just kicking it. We're just hanging out. You're my, you're the one that I call whenever, whatever, you know, we hang out a lot, but that's all it is. And it's like, oh, okay. I feel you, boo. So you know what? From here on out, you do you, I'm going to do me. And then once you put that on them, now they're up in arms. Like, how you going to do that to me? Blah, 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 blah. And I'm just like, but bro, you were living your best life and didn't tell me about it. Now I'm giving you the option to live it a hundred percent of the time now. And now you're upset at me. Don't be. So I feel like for me, that's why titles are very, very important because I need to know what you're looking for me and I need you to know what I'm looking from you. Yeah, we can have the conversation. Yeah, we can sit down and like lay out these ground rules, but without the title, because like even if you think about it with work, right, you come to work and they're just like, we want you to do all these different things, but don't give you the title of it. You're going to be looking at yourself like, how am I boo the fool sitting here giving you executive level work and I'm just the assistant. Right. 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 But even at work, I don't even get caught up in the titles. Like, I mean, I've gotten jobs where, I mean, they gave me a lower level title where I'm doing a higher level title. All I do is put on my resume what my title should be and (laughs) just find something else. Like I never really got like into the titles unless it was like milestone like before I was like girlfriend boyfriend girlfriend boyfriend now it's like I establish maybe he is my boyfriend I we established that we are seeing each other exclusively so I know that it's not just uh, any old thing but I just haven't got to that level where I'm like that's my boyfriend I don't know behind I mean I'm sure he probably calls me his girlfriend because I know that I've been to his family's functions and they'll call me girlfriend before, you know, they'll refer to me as girlfriend, but like, I never heard him say it. So I'm assuming that he's told them something for them to refer to me as it. But, um, even if he was, cause he hasn't met any of my side of the like family or friends or whatever. So I don't even know how I would introduce him. I, I don't know if I'll just be like, yo, this is call him by his first name or whatever. Like, I don't know right. if I'm, if I'm like ready to say, okay, this is my boyfriend or even want to use that. Like, I think I'm just over the title. So here's the thing for that you have to think about as well. And maybe you should think about, you don't have to think about this on the air. So this is totally up to you, but think about how he would feel if he's introducing you as girlfriend and you say, this is just my friend or this is, and then say his first name, 
Because, you know, that's going to leave, like, a bad taste in his mouth or make him feel a certain way. Like, I'm spending all this time with her and I can't even get the title. You know what I'm saying? Right. So but I never title. heard him. I never heard him, like, mm-hmm. say that. I'm assuming that maybe he might refer to me like I haven't. I just haven't seen him or heard yeah. him say that. I, I just know you. that his family has mentioned it or I've or overheard them say it. But I never right. heard him, like, introduce me as this is my girlfriend that might be a conversation to have with him just like ask him how would you feel if i was to introduce you as my friend or just by your name to a family member right and see what he says because one thing that i've realized especially when it comes to dating is that i might feel a certain way about something and be comfortable in my decision mm-hmm. and then i say it to the person i'm dating and they're just like well i haven't dated in a while but anyway yeah and they, they'll look at me like i got 12 heads like I'm not down for that cause. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or somebody else may be comfortable in their situation and they bring it to me and I'm just like, mm, that sounds good in theory, but for me, I can't work like that. And then now we have to have that serious conversation of do who's ever bringing the, the term, like, do I give up my desire to have that title to be with this person that doesn't care for titles or do I just say, you know what, if you can't give me what I'm looking for, for me to be solidified in this relationship, maybe it's time for us to, you know, take some time apart and just see where we're at and if we need to continue. Right. That's just a thought. Right. It's That's definitely a thought. a thought. It's definitely something I've, I've thought about because like I say, he never met my side. So it's like when that time comes and my side is like dying to meet him and I'm just like, okay, I'll eventually bring him to New York or when y'all come down here, y'all meet him. But it's like, okay, how am I going to do this intro part? Because, yeah, you know, and then he's a type that he's just like so chill. Like he's kind of like me as far as like not really open about their feelings. But if you ask, he'll tell you he's like that Mm -hmm. kind of person. So it's kind of like mm-hmm. I'm dealing nice. with myself, in other words, right. where my previous relationship, if you will, this person was just extremely in his feelings. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I yeah. always knew how he felt because he'd always expressed how he <laughs> felt to the point was like, this is way too much. This is overwhelming for me because I'm not right. I'm not that okay. emotional, like that at least up front mm-hmm. where he was. <laughs> So now it's kind of like, damn, sometimes I don't even know how he feels. I'll ask him because I'm just Mm -hmm. a habit of just always wanting to know how he feels, how's his day, how's work. So I'll know from that. But like just to be like, oh, yeah, I'm having a bad day. I mean, a couple of times he's he's like vented where someone probably pissed him off at work and he'll vent to me. But for the most part, he's very chill. Hmm. So okay. I think I definitely need to bring that up before he meets my side because he might That'd he might funny. feel like how you say like I don't know he might feel some type of way. Yeah, could you imagine that though? You invite him and be like, "Brother, this is not that his name is James, but this is James," and then he give you the side eye like, "Oh boy, wait till I see her later." Right? Or like, or he might <laughs> you be introduce just him and this is like, "This is my friend." He might because yeah. I'm the you type right. like if I get mad, I'm gonna be silent. I'm gonna just have a face. And you'll know, like, I'm upset without me saying it. Right. I'm going to just have a really right. bad face. 
<laughs> but I don't want to get to that. You. I feel like I need to, especially since I know he's a type that doesn't really express openly how he feels. Mm. Like I always have to yeah. get it out of him. Like I could tell when he's not himself or having a bad day or something's bothering him just because right. it shows without yeah. him saying it, but I want Same him to tell me. Him. And that's just something I have to work on right. with them. I get it. Um, but yeah, so that is, so that's great. And so now that we've spoke up a little bit about the men ain't men no more, uh, I just want men to be romantic. Wait, again. men ain't men no more. Cause I've seen men don't hold doors for women. Obviously, Yo. men don't open the car door for, you know, on the passenger side, whatever, for the female. Like, I've right. seen men who the woman got like 20 bags in their hand and Son. they got like one bag and it's probably bread. Like, right. I've seen that. So, that men ain't men no more. Yo, I've men seen that. Men. I've seen men curse at women in public. Yeah. Like, if you're going to, so I believe that all relationships, if you never fight, um, you're in for a whirlwind. Because one thing that my pastor has always said is that even when it comes to friendships, if you've never seen that person angry, you need to be very leery because you don't know how, you don't know what to expect with that kind of person. And a person that you've never seen angry in your entire time of being friends or dating or whatever, that should be a red flag for you. And when he said that, I was like, damn, you right. Because I know when I get angry, move. Right. <laughs> and you need to know that up front. In like the first couple of months that we start talking that when I'm angry, you just need to move out the way. Give me my space. Don't wait till, don't try to come at me because we're going to get to a point where I'm going to blow up and you're going to hate me. So um, even in him saying that, so when I see people outside arguing, I'm just like, that's the whole purpose of your house. Mm-hmm. If you're having an issue or you need to scold each other or, ang- or argue, you do that at home. You don't do that in the middle of the street where you're calling that one the B. And you tell, like my sister said the other day, she went to the gas station. And so she hears people like in the background arguing. So she's not paying no mind to it. And then all of a sudden, this dude was like, shut the F up, B. She was like, what? What? And then he was like, yo, if you don't shut up, blah, 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 blah. Yo, shut up. And then somehow he was just like, suck my dick and she was like you wish i would and i'm like oh my god that's this this happened where don't embarrass me at the gas i don't care how mad i get or how mad i make you get (laughs) you wait till we behind closed doors like you don't curse me out it's just certain things you just don't do right and my sister was saying that we're going off and that wasn't the first time she's heard it and i'm just like this is not cool because even as a man like i get it that you're upset and i get it that things are you know can happen but you don't ever disrespect your lady out in public in front of your kids same thing for women never disrespect your mate in front of kids outside in public like these are things that i knew back in the 90s it happened, but it was very rare because people would go home and they would argue. Like you would hear it through the walls because they're having this argument inside the house, outside from people hearing it. And so that the whole romance is dead. Like men want, I've seen this man want to be given flowers or want to be proposed to. And I'm just like, I can't respect you as a man. If you're asking me to bring you flowers, like, no, you're supposed to be doing things 
for me, just like I'm supposed to do things for you, not saying that we can't do it interchangeably, but if you're expecting what I'm supposed to be getting, like flowers or um, you telling me to like dress up, I'm taking you out, like things that are romantic for women, if I'm doing that for my man, I'm just like, mm, do you really like women? Like, I'm starting to question you now. <laughs> and it's not to say that it's the bad thing. Right. You're just not the man for me. Yeah. Right. That's- I need somebody. I've I've always been this way. I need somebody that like takes charge. And I've noticed that in my prior relationships. Yeah, I've tried to give in to those guys, you know, that were kind of timid or shy or weren't as aggressive as I wanted them to be. And each time it's failed because I end up being the person in control. Like, no, we're not doing that. We're going to do this. Or please stop talking. No one wants to hear you. Or I end up like somehow embarrassing them in front of people because it's like you have no backbone so I can do whatever the hell I want to you. And you're just going to have to accept it. And nine times out of ten, that's what they did because they had no backbone. So, yeah, men, men today, even when it comes with just friendships, it's just... It's just very different. Um, now, wh- I wonder why yeah. it's different now. Like, is it um, just the upbringing? Because I know for our generation growing up, we're like the generation where we had single parent homes. We had deadbeat dads where, you know, now that we're um, adults and we're parents. Well, I'm not a parent. You're not a parent. But. You know, friends that are parents, I see a lot of my male friends who like step up, like they're really good fathers, probably shitty boyfriends, but they're damn good fathers. And it's like, it's just, it's just like, it's, it's changed. Like, it's just so different. So I don't know if like, cause a lot of times men will say, well, I didn't grow up with, I didn't grow up with uh, my father in a home. So that's why I'm this type Mm -hmm. of way. And it, and it could possibly be true. But I'm like, if you grew up with a bunch of females, wouldn't you have some compassion? Wouldn't you know how to treat a woman? Like, I'm like, that's that's more of a reason for you to to be more romantic. If you were around a bunch of women, right. if you're saying you grew up with a bunch of women in a household, I'm like, you would know what women want. You would know, you know, women want flowers. They want candy. They want to be um, taken out. Like, they like surprises. Well, to a certain extent. So. Right. Yeah, so Um, I'm like, I don't know. I don't know how, like, what happened? At what point did this happen where men is just kind of like, like I said, just kind of taking the back seat, just fell back? So I attribute that to women, and it sounds weird. Um, And the reason why I attribute it to women is because we allow them to do these things. Because even as... If we think about dating or even our Mm -hmm. friends, right, you are quicker to scold your friend for doing something stupid than the person you're dating. Yeah. Think about it. Even in like your past relationships, if your friend, if y'all in the middle of the street and um, the friend that came to visit you for the weekend came out his face and said something ridiculous to you, you're just like, uh, nope. And you're, you're sticking to your guns, whether you shot him out right then and there or you say, you know what? You need time out. Please stop talking to me. Go over there. When you're ready to talk, I'll be right here waiting for you. But your your boyfriend or somebody that you're talking to or dating does the exact same thing. You'll let it slide. Like, oh, he was just playing. Or you'll make some kind of excuse for him or for that behavior. And 
So you have that. Then you also have the notion of men will be, um, boys will be boys. So if a man cheats, it's just like, oh, you know, that's what men do. And it's like, why is that even a phrase? The mere fact that we have that as a phrase is the, is the downfall of us to begin with. Like we should be holding a man accountable. Like if you cheat on me or if you flirt with the next chick, I'm not going to be giving you like this time out and then take you back in. No, no. If I decide to stay with you every single day, I'm with you. You're going to be reminded of the fact that you pissed me the hell off, made me look like a fool. And you cannot come out your face and say, can't you just forget it already? Oh, you've just now added 10 more weeks of me annoying you about this. So what I'm ultimately saying, right, is that we don't hold men that we are dating to a standard where we put them in their place if they do something outrageous. We easily say, you know what, it's because of their bad behavior, it's because of their upbringing, it's because of the lack of the father. We'll give some kind of excuse for the bad behavior and brush over it and be willing to forgive them quicker than we would say a friend that did the exact same thing. And we never correct their bad behavior. Uh, One thing that I've noticed is that you may see women, you know, dressed to the T. I'm talking about heels, face beat, hair done. And their men have this holy shirt on with these ripped jeans hanging (laughs) off their behind. And it's just like, yeah, we're cute together. And I can only imagine what's going in her head. Like, I came out my house looking this good. And this dude had the nerve to show me his behind or have his boxer showing like, can't he pull up his pants but because we are so desperate i don't know if desperate is the right word but because we want to be in a relationship so bad we'll just allow okay (laughs) if that's the word you decide (laughs) but we'll allow men to get away with things because we're afraid of being single like i knew a a girl who was in the same relationship for seven years because she was waiting for the ring and i'm just like but why are you waiting seven years for a ring if he didn't marry you within the first two Chuck the deuces. Yeah, it's going to hurt. Yeah, you're going to be upset. Like, you're not with the same person that you've been with for the two years, but you would have saved yourself a whole lot of time and pressure. And I think now she waited. She got the ring. They're divorced. And I'm just like, you could have saved yourself all that tr- that time and trouble and the paperwork and money that it goes into divorcing. And that's not the one and only story that I've heard. Like, I've known of other people where five years in, they're just like, well, I've spent five years. I might as well just wait because, you know, I've already been here. And it's like, you know, single being single is definitely an option. Just saying. You'll save yourself mind, mental health. Yeah. Like, it's not even worth it. But, you know, it's one of those things that you, it's an epiphany that everybody has to have at different stages in their life. I just hope that you don't get married when you have that epiphany because the divorce is not cheap. Attorneys aren't cheap. The time and effort that goes into getting a divorce, it's its definitely something. Um, so that's just my little rant on that. Today's episode had to be cut short, so you're going to be getting part two next week. Thank you for listening to another episode of Balance Insanity. Sanity.